One day, an entire world woke up in a civilization destroyed, with no memory of what brought them to their demise. For 2,000 years, the people rebuilt, from the first communities banding together to fight the monsters in the dark, to bustling technomantic metropolises. Against this backdrop, the ordinary folk played out their extraordinary lives. These are their stories. This is the Chronicles of Styropos. Hey gang, and Happy New Year, welcome to 2022. Just me today, um, and first off a couple of apologies. Apologies, this episode is um, about a day late, uh, later than scheduled, and also apologies that that Christmas episode that we promised you never materialised. The reason for that being that a few days before that episode was due to go live, um, our party expanded by one. Hannah gave birth to a beautiful baby girl, um, and yeah, a sort of few days before Christmas, so life has been turned a little bit upside down for all of us here at Styropost Towers, and um, yeah, that Christmas episode never <laughs> never made it to the air. We would love to uh, release it at some point. I DM that I'm personally really proud of what came out of it. It was an absolute blast, but it's still largely unedited, so maybe at some point in January or February or March. That will see the light of day. You'll just have to bear with us that it's uh, it won't be very Christmassy at that point, but that's fine. These things happen when you have a small screaming baby. Um, and to that end, you may find the schedule a little... we're going to try to keep episodes coming out every other Monday for you. Um, that may be every other week at some point during the week. And you probably will not hear from us in terms of intros uh, consistently uh, for a little while. We'll try and throw some in here and there, but uh, we shall see how things go. Um, but we'll hope to, uh, as I say, keep that content coming out. We've got a fair number of episodes <laughs> stacked up ready, along with obviously the Christmas episode. And uh, there's a little project that I've got in the works that hopefully in a few month's time uh, we'll be in a position to to record that will just be me simon and serena uh, to give hannah a bit of maternity leave but again we'll um sort of play it by ear a little bit but anyway if i don't speak to you in uh for a little while hope you have a really lovely start to 2022 and uh, enjoy the episode and with that let's hit that big red recap button it's a corridor will this do can we get out of here the uh, three of you climb out of the vent and like Laverne is just lifting her foot out of the vent when you hear a voice that goes, uh, hey. So if you tell anyone what you saw today, I'm going to find you and I'm going to slit your throat. Thing number one is how we saved Jorgram in the next, what, week and a half did you say we had? Like ten days? Toby and Laverne, you hear a crash somewhere in the distance. Yeah, let's just like head out and like see if there's a crowd and follow the crowd. And the structure you live in is like a stone structure with a wooden floor, and the wooden floor has completely caved in on your room. Good job Eric got me out of bed this morning then. The, the moving process takes a little while, um, and eventually Toby is sort of grabbed by Alfred and taken to his new room, which is incidentally the free room next to Fela's room, where he moves in next to Fela. Do you know who Savran is? 
no one's seen him in about a week, maybe two. The three of you sleep, and as the camera pans out on a sad, miserable Toby in his new bedroom, the viewer just sees, just skitter across the floor, a small shadow shaped like a little kitten. Fela, you wake up, which is nice when you do that. Can you please roll me your pain table? Hey, I'm doing all right today. It's a three. Okay, so what have you got on a three? Uh, mild pain. So basically kind of stiff joints and aches, but not too bad. Uh, disadvantage on strength checks and saving throws only. Into your room as you wake and you stretch and you sort of creak out all the joints. Walks Alfred, your BFF. Does he knock? Oh no, he just flings it open. He says, well, how's my best girl? You are far too enthusiastic in the morning. I'm always pleased to see you, sweetie. How are we feeling today? Good? I'm glad I've brightened your day up so much already. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know how you're feeling? You're feeling good? Feeling good? Yeah, uh, just pleased that no more of your roof fell on me. It happens to the best of us, you know. So, um, and he sort of holds up the bottle of your pills and he's like, how many today are we, we going with? Well, I think two seems to be a, a routine that's doing pretty well for us. We stick with that. And uh, he dispenses you two more, which brings your pain table down to a one. And I believe that means you have no disadvantage today. I mean, you're not feeling well because you never feel great, but mm. you're not feeling terrible. And that's yeah. nice. I'm going to, because I'm feeling better, I'm actually going to put my armor on today. Even just to like, you know, go to the training room, all that kind of thing. And I'm just going to kind of, as I do it, just be like, you know, put a bit of extra protection on today in case any more, you know, ceiling falls on you, something to cushion the blow. You figured out how that happened, yeah? No, no rotten wood, apparently. It sounds like the director's problem, nothing to do with me, really. Do you want to check it doesn't happen above your office? Yeah, yeah, we're all looking into it. Nothing to worry your pretty little head about. <laughs> I love how much Serena hates this character. I'll just be like, well, I'm glad to know that we've got our finest looking into it. Mm. So you've got a bigger, big fight coming up today, you three. Uh, do we? You'll have to remind me. Oh, yeah, big fight. Uh, good slot again, penultimate one. You looking forward to it? I mean, last time you put me in that slot, I pretty much slept through most of it. So if I'm honest, not really. Yeah, you know, it wasn't your finest, but uh, I, I trust that you'll make a good show of it this time. But... uh. I like to think me being unconscious is quite entertaining for some people. Isn't that my purpose here? Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But, uh, you know, uh, it would be uh, really useful for everyone, I think, if you, uh, you know, maybe didn't perform your best today. Well, um, you haven't even told me what I'm fighting yet. Just, you know, all entertainment, isn't it? You're saying it... Actually, me being unconscious was entertaining last time, and you'd quite like to see it again. Is that what you're trying to tell me? I'm just saying that maybe you don't need to win it. I always want to win. Maybe not today. Maybe today you guys are going to lose it. Think about it. Are you going to tell me who I'm letting win in that situation? Oh, no, absolutely not. You can find out later. It's all part of the fun, isn't it? All I'm saying is... Why do I feel like one of the two people in this conversation is having much more fun than the other? 
Look, Fela, do you need me to spell this out for you? Come on, Princess, I'm sure you can work it out. Let's say I'm feeling a bit slow this morning. Didn't sleep too well, you know. Fela, you and your team are going to go in there today and you're going to lose. You make sure that happens, all right? And you'll be really, really pleased with me if I do. Of course, of course. And that, that'll be my reward, just, just your good grace. What more do you need? Well, it's pretty much all I've had for the last too long, so yeah, sounds about right. All right. And he sort of pats you on the side of your cheek and he says, all right, I'll see you later then. Can't wait for it. Feel dirty just listening to this. <laughs> All three of you have faces like slapped asses right now. Laverna. Oh hi. We've not done a morning scene with you yet. No, I just assumed I just like never slept. She's just always in cupboard somewhere, as far as we can tell. <laughs> Laverna. Um, do you think Laverna wakes up with the six AM bell or do you think she's up before? I think she's she's definitely up before. Okay, so you know that this morning, before your fight this evening, you're going to have gardening duty. So you'll be expected to do some work in the garden. But you know that you spend your time in the garden uh, is your opportunity to send your update by carrier pigeon to your family. Oh, I remember I was having this conversation. I started talking about pigeons. Okay, right. Sorry, I'm cleaning. So you send your letter with your update on your progress to your family. Can you remind me what your two faction missions were? Major mission. Uh, sow dissent between the slaves and the slave owners and cause an uprising. How are you doing with that, do you think? I think I'm getting fuel for it. I haven't yet initiated the dissent. All right. And what was your minor mission? Um, my minor mission is to find some inflammatory evidence that exposes corruption amongst the slave owner manager people. How do you think you're doing with finding incriminating evidence to prove oh. that there is corruption? Oh, yeah, I got a bunch. Oh, yeah, what you found? The decifiers. Oh, yeah, that's quite bad. Although, although it depends, like, we're not police. And I can't, like, log this in an evidence bag with, like, tape over it so no one can open it and, like, log the date inside. Like, I can't prove that I got it at what date. So, therefore, I feel like this, the death of it have to be acted on before they actually, we get to the date. Like, they have to be re revealed before we get to the date that's written on them. As in, like, if we, if it doesn't get revealed before the two and a half weeks away that failure is due to die then everyone's going to be like, well, this is just, it was just written after she died. Like, you can't prove that it was bet fixing from that. So we have to get that information out before and, like, you know, revealed before that date. How much of this information are you putting in your letter? Um, and obviously your contact within your family, uh, your faction is your brother. So you are sending this to your brother. I write in a code. I have a code system. All right. So, like, if someone intercepts the pigeon then they shall not understand the message. So I'm coding this message very cleverly using multiple languages that we both know. And then I am saying in it, like within my coded message, I am coding it. So even if you can break the code, you might not know what I'm saying. Sounds like something a secret society would do. Yeah. So like, I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not writing as the uncoded version 
Um, I have found death certificates that prove bet fixing. Do with this as you will. Like I'm then I'm writing like um, the date is set, the die are cast, or I don't know something po- vaguely poetically that can be interpreted by him as being the kind of proof that I found because maybe we like prearranged a, a code and then I'm coding that. It's like lots of code, 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 code. Secret I thought your brother's yeah. going to read this and be like, "What the fuck is she saying?" No, no, we've discussed like what the various things of like bet fixing could be, and we've come up with like a little rhyme based on which type of evidence I found. Does that make sense? Am I making any sense? Yes. Okay. Perfect. Okay, and you seal that up, and you get ready to head out into the garden to send that to your family. Oh, and you say get ready to? That means something bad's going to happen on the way. I never said that. <laughs> Not necessarily. Toby. Oh, hello. You wake up. Roll me a perception check. Ooh. Ooh, what's this? A dice roll? It's the little blob again. Don't know what you mean. <laughs> I don't know what you mean because I rolled a um uh six. A six. Six. Um six. Looking over in the corner of your room, you get the feeling that something in the shadows is watching you. Eric, what are you doing in my room again? There is no answer. Do I have any source of light? Is that do I have like candles or anything? No. There's okay. some light coming in through like a little gap in the door, but you've not got a window to the outside. It's pretty gloomy. I'm gonna just bleary eyed make my way over to um to the uh the, the corner. Yeah, I mean you got a six that you feel like there's something hanging hanging around in the corner. Uh, and you, you make your way over and you feel your foot connect with something that has like a little bit of solid mass and like a little bit of give. So when you kind of like accidentally whack it with your foot, it kind of gives a noise. Nah, fuck. Is that what you said? Yeah. That's the use can't? No, it's just nah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought you said Dafuk as in D-A-F-U-Q. <laughs> no. Le- le- much, much less boomer. Le- not boomer. Less Gen Z. I'm not a boomer. Sorry. Okay. I'm also struggling with words today. Yeah, wow. Yeah. We are doing super well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do, now that I've hit it with my foot, do I, do I see anything else? I mean, I guess, yeah. You, you crouch down and in the shadows, there's this sort of like kitten-sized blob of sort of shadow that seems to be moving around and it's sort of like hitting itself on a wall it's just like it like goes forward and it hits its head on the wall and then it like comes back a bit and then it like tries to go forward again it hits its head on the wall and it comes back a bit and I think I described it sometime uh, last time like a bit of a stuck Roomba I was about to say it's a shadow Roomba kitten-sized as soon as I see the cat, the kitten-sized shadow Roomba, I um, jump back and like scurry back to the other side of the room and summon my sword. And I'm like, "The fuck is that?" Your problem. There's, just, there's a there's a shadow thing. What the? What, why is there a shadow thing? I supposed to know. You're a shadow thing. Well, I don't know all the shadow things. Do you know all the human things? Be helpful. Point me at it. What's the problem? I I point. I gingerly move towards it, pointing the sword in its direction. I don't know. Do you want me to stab it? I'll stab it, and I stab it. Yeah, and the sword's like yeah, and it passes like straight through, and this little shadow kitten Roomba thing goes 
and disintegrates into lots and lots of kind of shadowy tendrils of black fog. And it very much does remind you of the effect of the sword when you summon it. Any more idea now you've had a taste? Well, it's quite a lot of fun. Do it again. Is it still just tentacly things? Like wisps of smoke, like fog dispersing on a warm day. I'm going to just like keep swinging the sword at it, partly just to create a little breeze so it just blows the fog away. I am not a fan. You could be a fan. But I'm a sword. Put, yeah, just okay. put me away. Like, it's too fine. early for this bullshit. Fine. And I unsummon the sword. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, fine. And then just <laughs> yeah, but... it voice cuts off as you dismiss the sword. <laughs> I feel like your sword is the character that I identify with most at the moment. It just can't be yeah, fast. Like you, dude. <laughs> what you do is too early. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And the three of you make your way to breakfast. Is there anything you plan to do at breakfast? Otherwise, we can play out the same scene that gets played out every single day as you eat your porridge. My breakfast gets thrown on the floor by Tilda. And... <sighs> Maybe not today. Is there anyone you'd like to speak to? Or... I would like to do some pranking. All right. Not even pranking. It's just it's just kind of reverse bullying. <laughs> so just bullying. It's just bullying. Is what you're saying. Wait, so Tilda, so Tilda hasn't knocked over Toby's uh, porridge today. Her and her, her squad are just chilling out. They're just eating food. I like, but I like, I like to do this with sleight of hand so that like, Tilda doesn't know what's here or where it's come from. All right. But I would like to take my spoon with porridge in it. You know, the really gloopy, sticky porridge. It's not very fun. And I bet if it will dry in your hair, it's going to turn into cement. That kind of porridge. All right. And from across the room, with my spoon... I am going to do a little catapult and fling it, and it's going to go into Tilva's hair. Literally, feel like you're in a GCSE science class. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. It's like spitballs, except instead of spitballs, it's a uh, porridge. Porridge catapults. Uh, for our American friends listening. Oh yeah. GCSEs. Oh. <laughs> what is the American equivalent of a GCSE? They don't have any because they just have like GPA, like yeah, the exams you do when you're 16 in the UK. They're Thanks. like your finals, except you do them in the middle of school and then you do more exams after that, and you're two years older. So very much not finals. <laughs> well, they're like finals of like one level of school, and then it's like a, it's like final at the end of like middle school. This is exactly how British teenagers act in their science class when they're 16. All right, roll me a sleight of hand check. And, <laughs> yeah, I think it's going in her hair. I got a 19 plus 8. Nice. Nice. Uh, okay. And she, uh, let's have a look, perception check. She is not super perceptive. She gets a 16 in perception. <laughs> so <laughs> she does not notice. And she just happy carries on. She doesn't even notice it in her hair. You know, with a 16, yeah, she does. She notices, she notices it in her hair. And she reaches back to touch it and she looks at her hand. And you can just see her getting like angrier and angrier. And she looks around and she looks around and she claps eyes on Toby. Oh, shit. Oh, sorry. Toby. And you can see her looking at Toby. And like the calculations running through her head as she is convinced that Toby has just hit her with porridge. Oh, no. I fucked up. Do you tell Toby? <laughs> uh, no, because the less Toby knows, the more believable he'll be when he protests his innocence. Don't argue with that. <laughs> I don't think Toby can lie very well, so you don't need to know. I don't know. I have a pretty high uh, deception, so I've got plus six. I'm fine. 
Fuck you. <laughs> What's your perception? Because you might have noticed me throwing. Oh, zero. <laughs> okay, is there anything else you want to do over breakfast? I want to, like, as I see... Have I noticed Tilva looking over? Roll a perception check. Uh, eight. No, Damn. you didn't notice. I was going to blow her a kiss, but oh well. Can I look for the tiefling? Ear. Also blow a kiss. Yeah, roll a perception check. Oh, 13. Uh, yeah, you can see her. She's sitting at the back with her squad. Do I notice her noticing me? No, absolutely not. She's busy having a very in-depth conversation with uh, her human ranger called Bob. Oh, okay. You have a rival. I mean, that would be like saying Laverna and Toby were a love interest. Could happen. Ew. No. <laughs> we very definitively said no to this. We no, we no butted you. There is no <laughs> shipping. L- listeners, please do not ship. Send your fan art to Henry Cavill directly, please. <laughs> <laughs> listeners, please do ship, but only with NPCs. Oh, yes. Yes, that's that's a good fan. If, if you're going to write, like, fanfic and put it on Archive of Our Own that is elaborate, uh, fail- not failure, uh, Laverna Cross Toby fanfic, then please do not tell us. <laughs> I really, I, I, I would love to see, though, like, um, Alex, if oh. you get tweeted any, like, fan art of uh, the Tiefling and Laverna, then, like, uh, I'll see that. If it's, like, PG, I don't know if anyone's going to draw something nasty. So all the NSFW fun art can go directly to Serena and not the rest of us, no, please. No, not NSFW, thank you very much. <laughs> Make it very much SFW. But just cute, you know? I just like to see some fan art. Like, I'm not sure what Henry Cavill's drawing skills are like. <laughs> <laughs> so you've spotted Ia talking to her squad, her gang, her family. Is there anything you want to do or do you just want to stare creepily at her? Oh, I don't want to stare creepily at her. Is she? Where is she positioned in relation to the rest of the cafeteria? She's sort of to the back left. So there's no like handy doorway that I can walk past her to get to? No, no, no. You'd have to walk the opposite direction. So if I walked over towards it, it'd be very obvious I'm walking over towards oh, her. Super obvious. I can't just like walk past her table and then just casually like lean on a wall. Like, oh, no. Oh, um, no. Is there, any, is there anyone I recognise on a table vaguely near her? Like anyone I know. Because I feel like um, I talk to people. I know I've been there for like two weeks, but I feel like I talk to people. Um, yeah, roll me a straight up and down D20. Five. No. Damn. I don't think there's anything I can do here without with like that still say suave. So I think I might just leave it. While we are sat at breakfast, I, I will just say um to everyone. Uh any anyone seen Alfric this morning? Nah. Nope. Oh, fair enough. Um, yeah, he came by to see me. He was earlier and keener than usual, but not to worry. It's funny he didn't pop his head in to see me when, you know, we live next door now. Maybe. Also, why are you wearing your armour? Well, I don't want any ceiling to land on me. Well, actually, give me some protection if it does. <laughs> okay. Plus, this is the best I've actually felt in a while. I feel like oh, everything we did yesterday is, uh, I know, I'm going to stretch some of my joints back out, so... We'll see how it goes. Might not be a running running theme, but we'll try it for today. So next time you're feeling bad, we should crawl around in some events. Toby, shut up. I just kick him under the table. Ow. I think I was just so distracted by everything else going on, I just didn't really think about it. Toby, you're, you're being so unsubtle, goddamn. Is there, are there people listening into our conversation? or like? Roll a perception check, see if anyone's listening. <laughs> well, shit. It's a three. I rolled a three. Doesn't seem like anyone's listening. 
Oh, I don't trust it. I don't trust it, Toby. You've doomed us all. Um, so as you're having breakfast, Jorgrim was sort of sitting, you know, a little bit away from you. And he stands up and as he walks past you to leave, Failure, he drops a little folded piece of paper by your plate. Oh, I will very quickly just like put my hand over it so that like no one sees that he's dropped it there. Fantastic. And then does he carry on walking or does he like wait to watch me read it? He does not even look at you. Okay. In that case, I will definitely give it a minute or two so that he's not even like in the room anymore before I actually open it and read it so that it's a bit more subtle. Um, so it is written in Goblin. How is your Goblin reading wise? For context that our listeners may want, um, because most of the magic that Fela knows was taught to her by Galvarax, she actually does most of her spellcasting in Goblin, and so most of her knowledge of Goblin is kind of magical, and she probably knows a few like basic words other than that, but um, yeah, even then, reading it, probably not her strength. I Give me an intelligence check. I'm quite intelligent, though. That's an 18. Okay. Um, you can read most of the words in this. You've obviously had a little bit of a go at this. Well, I was practising with the book that we found as well last night. You absolutely were. Um, and it takes you a hot second. Yeah, it's, it's a bit, you know, like year two children, like, starting over the words. But I think she'd get there. Yeah, she's like mouthing the words and sounding them out. It says, go to the kitchen, ask for Ambrose. Cool. Uh, it doesn't say when to do this or, or anything like that, just... At... Well, what do you think it refers to? Well, something about Savran, isn't it? It's going to be something about Savran. Um, it gives you no indication of when or how or anything, just that you should go to the kitchen and ask for Ambrose. Based on the fact that I've been here a long time, I imagine it'd be pretty weird for me to just turn up in the kitchen. Um, yeah, you don't really have a reason to be in the kitchen. You know, this is, you know, the day of the week where normally the three of you would be having your chores. So everybody gets assigned a chore. Um, and the three of you probably did used to work in like the laundry or something until Toby got mad and set it on fire or something. It seems like something what he would do. me? At all, no. Super what? sounds like you. Definitely wouldn't have a massive temper tantrum and set something on fire. Sounds like Toby. So you three now work in the gardens on this day, certainly throughout the morning. But you would have no reason to be in the kitchen. Some of the gladiators on chore day would be in the kitchen, but not you three. Uh, just a thought. Mm. Laverne has only been there like two weeks. Mm. She doesn't really like. She's kind of a bold character as well. Would it be completely unreasonable that she might, like, rock up to the kitchens to try and, like, ask for a bit of extra food or something? She might have done it, but she would have been turned away. Well, no, well, like, as in, I haven't done it yet, but I could do it now. You could. Would it be very suspicious? No, it wouldn't be super suspicious. Is there a way of us knowing who is on kitchen duty? Like, I don't know, is there a road to somewhere? Would we just know because it's always the same people? Okay, so, Faley, you're the only person who could possibly know this. Mm -hmm. So roll me an intelligence check and see if you know anyone who does go into the kitchen. Yeah, ten. Probably not, no. Not off the top of your head. Okay. Um, do we go to chores pretty much as soon as we finish breakfast? Yep. Where is the kitchen in relationship to the garden? That's a great question. Roll me a straight up and down d20. Ten. Ten? I would say that they're like... 
not a million miles away, but there's no direct connection between them. It's like the least satisfying result, isn't it? It's like, well, it's not definitively yes or no. So, um, so it's not like we could sneak away from garden duty and make it to the kitchen without it being quite suspicious. Yeah. Mm. Is there an air vent that goes into the kitchen? You have no idea yet. You haven't looked. It, it, are we like to have any like downtime today, or is it just like all chores all day before the fight? You have a bit of downtime. You know, you spend most of your morning out in the garden, but probably not the entire day. I was just trying to come up with some kind of reason that I know you need to fetch something from the kitchen that you would take into the garden, but I can't really think of anything. Compost. Yeah, which you store in the kitchen. Well, no, because they like they were cutting their porridge. <laughs> <laughs> and all the like, you know, um, scraps. You... Well, I don't know what else they fucking feed us. It's just porridge. Know what porridge is. No, it's just, it's just. I was saying cutting their vegetables. We've not had any sign of a vegetable uh, playing play this game. We're so. we gonna get scurvy. How long until we get scurvy? We get the occasional trouble apple. Okay. But when they're cutting vegetables, they might keep their like vegetable peelings and cuttings and so on, and then like we have to go and get them from there to put it in the compost heap. Is that is that a thing? It, it could be if you roll well enough. <laughs> a, a persuasion check to collect scraps, yeah. kitchen scraps for the garden. Yeah, potentially. Can I just kind of take my time over breakfast and sort of be one of the last ones to the garden so that I can vaguely see who, as they leave breakfast, looks like they're heading off in the direction of the kitchen? Um, It's going to need a performance check. Okay. To dither... In a convincing way. <laughs> Can you perform a Are the dither? three of you dithering together, or are Toby and Laverna heading out? We don't know about the note yet. Yeah, have you told us about the note? Slide it across the table to Toby's. Like, can't read it, mate. I, I would slide it across the table to Laverna first, knowing that she can speak Goblin. I would give it a minute and try and be subtle about it. But yeah. Give me a slight hand check. Uh, sixteen. Yeah, you slide it real smooth. You cha-cha real smooth. Cool. Um, I eat it. <laughs> Excuse me? I eat the note. All right, give me a constitution check. I don't want well, to... No, because Toby can't read it. Failer's already read it. I'm the only yeah, one Yeah, yeah, give me a constitution check to see how well you can eat paper. <laughs> Three. <laughs> <laughs> That's with the plus one. Yeah, oh good, because if it was a four, it'd be so much better. You make a big scene of, like, coughing and spluttering. And you're, like, you've, you've not got any water on you, so, like, you're trying to, like, cram more porridge on top of it. And you start coughing, bits of porridge start, like, flying out your mouth. Please tell me Aya doesn't notice me now. <laughs> oh, yeah, Aya yeah, definitely notices no. you doing it. <laughs> All that hard work you did with your seductive staring has been undone. (laughs) And, like, everybody's eyes are on you guys now. (laughs) I thought it was a good plan. A really dumb plan. Why did you eat it? Have you never been, like, a kid in class and you're, like, you're passing someone a note or someone passes you a note and then the teacher starts walking over and you kind of panic and just, like, I don't know, just eat the note? (laughs) I never went to school. What? In character. <laughs> oh. oh, well, that's not me talking. That's that's. Uh, wait. Sorry, you don't have a character voice. It wasn't on this. It was such a good idea. I'll stand by that idea. Yeah, everybody's watching you guys now. Has the note been? Like, is it in the stomach when it get catapulted across the room in a cough? 
Um, I will. <laughs> I will say that she could force it down with porridge. With porridge. Even if I did splutter out, it's in the porridge. You feel so gross. And feel very embarrassed. That was awful. And you get, like, you get Mark embarrassed as a condition. No. I look at Laverne and go, are you okay? Um, uh, are you really asking? What did you, why did you, what even, what, I did not even see. <laughs> it's all slight of hand checks and we're quite good. Yeah, no, just to your understanding, Laverna just started spewing porridge at everyone. <laughs> What's wrong? Are you ill? I just thought everyone really needed a shower, you know? Of porridge? <laughs> porridge. Oh, you're so embarrassing. Oh, you don't you know it. So are you still going to try and dither and hang about last? I feel like the choking incident has somewhat undermined my confidence in that strategy, so instead I'm going to try and head to, head to work as normal. All right, so the three of you make your way... I will try and whisper to Toby again at an appropriate point when everyone's attention is elsewhere. I won't give him the full detail, but I'll just say... Jorgrim says we need to sneak into the kitchen. All right. I think you can manage to do that pretty quietly. I like to do a big cough to like cover their sound. Yeah, I'm sure it works really well, porridge girl. <laughs> um, and you are in the garden and you're doing your gardening jobs. And, you know, you now you come to mention it, actually, there is quite a lot of vegetables being grown and there is a bit of fruit being grown. And yeah, you, you'd see some of this, you know, you do get the odd bit to stave off the scurvy, but uh, you're not really sure where all of the produce is going. Same place as the bodies. Maybe it's just going to Alfred, he just really likes salad. <laughs> he just loves a good carrot. <laughs> um, you guys are having a good little time doing your gardening. Laverna, at some point you need to post that letter. Post that pigeon. Post and you do pigeon. see your pet pigeon, the one with the white wings and the brown head. He's called Cooper. And it goes, coo, coo, and it looks at you with like big eyes. And it's like doing that thing where it turns its head basically upside down. And it's like bobbing around with its head like nodding. It's having a good time. And you know it's there and you're like, oh, got to tie my letter to him at some point. I don't think you guys know yet. Yeah, as I said, do we, do we know about this? You do not. I don't think I've revealed my secrets to you. So we're we're working on a on a on a bed of vegetables. Yeah. All right. I presume you just do it and you're sneaky enough to tie a letter to a pigeon and send him off. I'm not gonna make you roll for that. I feel like that's something you do most weeks. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna like see if I can make a distraction when they go to get water or something. Nah, you're good. I feel like you can just you do that every week. I think you're all right. Okay. Cool. I post my pigeon. So. Uh, the three of you are chilling out, doing your gardening, and you've got to think about what you're going to do with the rest of your day and how this is going to ha be handled. You're having a little think about this, Fela. You know most people at the moment. Give me a little roll of the dice. See if you recognize the name Ambrose, who might work in the kitchen. Is this what, a history check, intelligence check? History check. Cool. Uh, that is a 16 plus 3, so 19. 19. Okay, so if you really think about it, you you know everyone who's been and gone. You've been here so long. Last couple of years, there were two blokes who worked in the kitchen. Everyone else working in the kitchen as a kitchen slave, generally a woman. But you can think of two blokes. One of them, yeah, dark eyes, dark skin, dark hair. Maybe that was Savran. Um, there's another fella who is kind of very pale, very white blonde hair. Maybe you're thinking 
that's Ambrose. You've only seen this one pale fella hanging around recently, maybe in the last couple of weeks. So you think you get the idea that there's now only one man working in the kitchen and it's probably the person you're looking for. So it's not that I've ever spoken to him. It's just a sort of process of elimination type thing. Yeah, for sure. Cool. I think the other thing is like, are we all on sort of chore duty for about the same time? So we will be done in the garden at about the same time that everyone who's working in the kitchen will be done and released to whatever free time we have in the afternoon. It's about right for the gladiators. The slaves, uh, the, the domestic slaves tend to work a little bit longer. Okay. Then I think that's a helpful way around. Well, I will try and take the opportunity to whisper to the others, I think I know who he is. So if he's on his own, we can try and grab him for a quick chat at some point. Sounds like a plan. So there's a bunch of women that work in the kitchen as well. Do I know anything about them? Um, Okay, give me another history check. Uh, Not as good this time. Uh, 14. I would say you know the matron of the kitchen. Mm Mm-hmm. You've had a few reasons to talk with her. Growing up, when you were a kid, when you were very little, you worked as a domestic slave. So you've probably come across her quite a few times from mm-hmm. that perspective. It's, she's not really changed. Uh, it's, it's not a new person from then. Okay. So I think you would have come across her a few times, uh, either as a domestic slave or as a gladiator. Okay, well, yeah, I, I probably won't go into that much detail, but yeah, I whispered to, to Lerner and Toby that I think I can figure out who Ambrose is. All right, so the three of you are cracking on with the gardening. Is there anything else you would like to do? Uh, who else is in? There's about 15 slave gladiators, five guards. Who are the slave gladiators? Do we recognise any of their any important characters? Um, yeah, for sure. You've got Tilda and her her crew, the uh, Horace the Halfling and the Druid Dwarf, whose name you don't yet know. But no, no Ia. Uh, no, Ia does not work here. Uh, yeah, I guess we just trowel. I mean, I, I feel like I'm probably going to send some dirty glances at Tilda. Can I find an excuse at some point to go somewhere near Tilda, like within 10 feet so that I can press the digitate a dirty stank near her so it, seems it, smells, it smells like she farted herself or something i bet you she's gonna blame it on horace though <laughs> so roll me a stealth check to stealth make tilda smell like she farted herself um stealth yeah yeah stealth fart oh okay that's a 17 yeah you make her smell like she she dropped <laughs> a she dropped a big old stink bomb and then i so i want to like have I want to walk past on my way to like I don't know a compost bin or something? Do it, and on my way back, like walk, walk back, walk, walk back, and like make eye contact with anyone in their group, and like ruffle my nose as if like, oh, what's that smell? Like make a really bad, like really obvious kind of. Oh. Okay, let's do a performance check. Yeah, like, I'm really obviously making it, having up the really awful smell as I'm near them. <laughs> that's a natural 19 plus 6 so that's a 25 <laughs> oh yeah they all start looking around and like they're looking and trying to work out and, and they're all like oh god was that Tilda yeah I want to make sure everyone else the other 15 I guess the other 9 people here all kind of think yeah Tilda is disgusting oh and she is giving you the filthiest look you have ever seen in your life because from her perspective today you've thrown porridge at her (laughs) and and given her a magic whoopee cushion you know what i mean she doesn't know it's magic it's succeeded on my stealth check hang on let me roll a (laughs) arcana check yeah she she knows what you did oh (laughs) i wink at her she thinks she knows what you did but no one else knows 
She's got a pretty good guess that was you. Can I do a insight or something check to see whether I'm noticing how much Tova's really pissed off with Toby? Because it's kind of my fault. Yeah, go on, give us an insight check. I like that this was, we were like, oh yeah, we're going to do like, we're going to do tricksters, we're going to do pranks. And it's just like, <laughs> you farted. 11? 11. She's pissed off. Man, she's so very pissed off. Okay, I feel like we need to diffuse this situation somewhat because my mission is definitely to sow dissent between the slave owners slash guards and the slaves, not between the slaves. And I've only sown dissent between slaves so far. <laughs> Look, there's, there's one thing being diffused right now, and it's a stank bomb. It's my bad stink from Prestigetation. Okay, so you guys uh, trowel your way through digging up some dirt and, you know, throwing dirt at people and making people smell like they did it. Have you ever garden? <laughs> I don't know how to garden. You do the gardening. <laughs> oh yeah, you're gardening. Yeah, we just throw dirt at each other. <laughs> it's, it's not that Can how you we garden. Weed? We do weeding. <laughs> you weed. You you get all the weed, all of the weeds, and you you weed with them. And what do you do next? It is the end of your time doing chores. We need to find some kind of reason to either go to the kitchen or go to this guy who works in the kitchen, his name escapes me. He's not going to come into into our sort of quarters at, at any point. You'd be kept separate. And I was kind of thinking, though, like, been told we got another big fight tonight. Didn't give the best account of myself in the last one. And I sort of want to make sure I'm on top form, fueled up for it properly, had enough to eat, make sure I'm, you know, in my best shape. Might just see if they've got any leftovers. Not a bad idea. We go hunting for leftovers like hungry children. Um, okay, so you're heading down towards the kitchen. And I want to make sure that the gladiators on kitchen duty have left or are leaving as we're going in that direction. Okay, so you guys are heading down towards the kitchen. You're making sure the gladiators are all leaving and you do see a lot of them passing you on the way up. You expect as you get down there, you're just going to mostly find the kitchen staff. We knock on the door. Is there a door? Um, okay, yeah, let's go with this. You You knock on the door. Um, and the sort of older-looking matron woman uh, opens it, and she says, um, "Yep, yeah, problem. Can I can I help?" Not a problem so much. Just wondering if there were there were any leftovers, as you may have noticed this morning. Uh, Laverna didn't actually manage to swallow most of her breakfast. Um, let me get you, Fela, to roll a persuasion check for me. Uh, that is a distinctly average 11. Yeah, I think she sort of looks around concernedly and goes, um, come on, Faylor, you know we're not really supposed to do that sort of thing. I think it's uh, best if you guys just wait until dinner now. There's no guards here. Be fine. I'm doing, can I like do a uh, charisma check for doing like, you know, Puss in Boots, the face? Poppy dog eyes. Yeah, puppy dog eyes. Can I do a charisma check for that? Yeah, so in fact, I would say that would give um, Simon advantage on it. So let's roll that with advantage, Simon. 17. Yeah, we're, we're both doing it. We're both like looking like hungry urchins. Please, uh, can I have some more? <laughs> um, and she goes, all right, okay. But you're not going to tell, Fela, come on. All right, you're not going to tell anyone, are you? No one listens to me anymore anyway. Just a one-off, you know, just... Just between the two of us. Won't make a habit of it. All right. And um, she sort of looks around. You can see her sort of furtively looking around and she opens the door and ushers you in. And at this point, there's only like a handful of people still there. And you do spot the person that you presume must be Ambrose. 
He's this very kind of short, slight young man with a very thin face. He's got very pale skin, human bloke. He looks about, you know, late teens, early 20s, and he is washing some dishes. And the matron kind of bustles off and, you know, she's getting you some some porridge pretty much and uh, maybe a few bits of vegetables in there um, and she is putting it in a few bowls for you um well when we go in just in case the other two aren't as glued up as i am i will try and sort of definitely nod point him out hopefully not being super obvious to the matron but making make sure toby and laverna can't can't get confused and start just chatting up random other kitchen staff well we would never do that no it doesn't sound like you two at all can i like make my way over to him as he's washing dishes and like hey yeah can i try and nod the two with high charisma over towards ambrose <laughs> i was thinking like, hang on, i'm the one this is my entire job hang on <laughs> and i will sort of like just i don't know chat to the matron while she's kind of sawing us out and like just keep her occupied and distract her slightly and give the other two sort of free reign at him she says so have you have you been failure? So what's uh, what's new? And you know she's doing that kind of sort of motherly thing of kind of pottering about. And you can remember being you know five, six, seven, eight, and sitting up here with her and her feeding you and her trying to talk to you in one of those sort of ways that maternal motherly women sort of do. And is just Toby going, or is Laverna and Toby going? I mean, I should probably get some food, so it's not really suspicious. Right, so I'm all happy with that. So, uh, Fela and Laverna, you sit down and actually, Fela, you're kind of getting this little rapport going. There's a bit of back and forward. There's a bit of chatting here and there. Um, and there's a lot of memories coming back from your childhood at this point. There's definitely some, like, you know, cupboard in, like, one corner of the kitchen that I would have, like, hidden in when I was, like, seven or something and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, Toby, so you wander over to this this dude. He is just washing dishes and he is very specifically not looking at you. I say, hey. Uh, hi. Hi. Uh, hi. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, good. Just washing some dishes. Cool. It's Ambrose, right? Yep. Uh, uh, sorry, I don't know who you are. Sorry, Toby. Hi, Toby. Did you know Savran? Um, roll me an insight check. Oh, I'm really, really shit at that. It's a six. You kind of get the impression that the name gives him pause, and he says, um, yep, Savran used to work in the kitchen. Yeah, because he came to be a gladiator a while ago, and that's right, isn't it? He... Yeah, not long. Not long ago. Year so. Yeah, and like, I don't know, he, we, we were friends, and then he disappeared. Yeah, he's not. I haven't seen him in ages. Do you, do you know where he is? Not off the top of my head, no. Okay, I'm just a bit worried about him. Like, do you know where he might have gone? Like, you were friends with him, right? Like, you, I don't know. I'm just trying to work out what what's happened to him. Yeah, no, I I haven't heard from him in in ages. No. Mm, it's funny because someone told me to come and speak to you about it. So, what is your target here? What are you trying to do? I was told to speak to him. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to find out information Savran, but he doesn't seem to have any, or at least he's not telling me if he does. So, Yeah, well, you rolled kind of rubbish on your insight check, didn't you? Yeah. So you're trying to get information out of him. So let's give me a persuasion check. Yeah, I was hoping for one of those ones with charisma, because I'm going <laughs> to... Uh, 
Persuasion is plus four. Oh, that's a 19. And you can kind of see him look around and say, you're a friend of his? Yeah, yeah, we like trained together. Okay, and um, when when did you notice he'd gone missing? A couple of weeks ago, he just, I don't know, stopped showing up to the training room. I didn't hear that he died in the arena or anything. And he kind of gives you a little look upside uh, upside down, up and down. Um, and he says, um, yeah, maybe we can talk later. Is there a, a good time yeah, to talk yeah, later? I can sure. tell you a bit more, but, you know, and he sort of yeah, gestures around cool. the kitchen and sort of, you know, at all the people that are not necessarily here. And he says, yeah, maybe we can talk later or something. Yeah, where do you want to meet? Uh, maybe we can go for a walk in the garden. I don't know. Sure. When do you finish your shift? It sounds like I'm asking you on a date. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling slightly aroused now. Uh, sorry, that's not really my thing, but okay. Um, he says, yeah, uh, give me, give me a couple of hours. Give me a couple of hours and, and I'll be out there. Okay. Does that time frame work when we have a fight tonight? Or is yeah, that you'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I'll see you by the pink rose bush by the carrots <laughs> yeah by the carrot patch <laughs> i can show you the carrots i weeded earlier yeah, like if you're meeting by a, a pink rose bush it's definitely yeah, getting that's why that was the joke i was making <laughs> hey do, do you mind if my um friends come along too like they um they were also <laughs> three-way boy third, third and fourth wheeling <laughs> still double date do you mind if my friends come along so they were wondering about him too so um yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. We'll we'll chat oh, later. Right, sure. That, nice to meet you. Hey, yeah, you too. I slapped him on the ass as I walk away. <laughs> <laughs>